this week on a brand new episode of Strong Arm Sports Podcast. The league embraces the term trust the process, which essentially means it's in our best interest to lose. Oh, that's a hell so of a point, bro. how can you bruh. celebrate that damn saying? How can you celebrate what the 76ers are doing and then turn around and find Mark Cuban for basically saying another version of trust the process? Mm. We're supposed to be the losers, but we win it, no. They used to laugh at us, now we win it, no. They used to tell me never in my lifetime. I guess they wasn't in their right mind. Underdog. Ain't have a lot what is going on, folks? Welcome to a brand new exciting episode of Strong Arm Sports Podcast. The realest sport podcast in all the land. True. I mean in all the land. True. And we are back to wrap up the previous weekend sports in dramatic fashion. No BS, no sugarcoating, no biases. Only the strong arm truth. That's the only way we know how to bring it to you. This happens to be the first time you guys have watched our show here on YouTube or listened to it on any of our various podcast channels. I'm one half of the show. I go by the name of K-Spade the Prospect. And I'm your boy Paris 57 and together we form Strong Arm Sports Spade. Yes, sir. Bruh. You want to talk about Spade, this week, what happened? You know what? I'm going to jump right into it. Ain't no need to prolong it. Ain't no need for no soliloquies. Like bird, man. We about to jump right into it. We're going to start in the league. Something happened major in the league, Spit. I know you don't like the NFL. You always talking about the NBA getting with Whoa, the storylines. The league don't I need like to be the on. I like the NFL, they... bro. Don't, don't come huh? for me. I like the NFL. Do you? Yeah. I just recognize that the association's a little bit better, but I like them both. Spade. You know what? You said that during the offseason, don't nothing be popping in the NFL. Well, the Chiefs been making a splash. Oh, yeah. They traded Alex Smith, and they said, you know what? We got rid of somebody on offense. Who the hell? Looking around, who the hell can we get rid of on defense? And they decided to trade Marcus Peters, shut down corner, to the Los Angeles Rams. Spade. I like it. I Whoa. Like it. I mean, Whoa. the crazy thing is, this trade happened, but not really, because it can't happen until... Uh, the next season officially starts up. So as of right now, we don't know many specifics. Hopefully this thing will work out for both teams. One thing I know for a fact, uh, Rams, the Rams came up. I mean, the Rams came up getting Peters, bro. I mean, I keep, I keep saying on this show, I said on this show numerous times, uh, a good pass rush, a turn average corners good, and turn good corners great. Absolutely. I think one of these years, Marcus Peters had eight interceptions with the Chiefs. Oh yeah, you put I'm, him on. You put him with the Rams with that front, Aaron Donald, who I think is one of the best. I ain't gonna not just defensive linemen, one of the best defensive players in the league. And oh my gosh, they got a shutdown corner. It don't with with bringing in Peters. It looked like the Rams are gonna let Tremaine Johnson go. It looked like he's gonna walk, and probably free agency. I guess. But Spade, yeah. this move right here. I mean, if 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 I'm the if I'm in the AFC West, if I'm the Raiders, the Chargers, uh, who else over there? Oh, Denver. Yeah. I'm like, thank God, Peters is out of this. Is out of this 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 division. And the crazy thing, Spade. I'm, I'm gonna say this, and then we can move on. I don't want to take too much time on this. Mm-hmm. It seemed like the AFC is just being like, you know what? We're gonna get draft picks, go young. Cause we don't see we don't see ourselves beating the Patriots. It's like they setting it up for the Patriots to be right back there again. You you get rid of one of your top corners. You get rid of your quarterback that was a Pro Bowl quarterback. 
What are the Chiefs doing? They just going young. They, I think they are tooling up for the future. And I mean, they making the future now, but I don't think they expect to make a make any noise now. I think they still see the Patriots as the top dog over there. And I feel like a, a, that's how a lot of teams in the AFC feel. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I agree, man. Uh, I was just looking up some of Peter's numbers. You know I had Peter's in my top five cornerback list for obvious reasons. This man has been in the season for three years, and then he's been in the league for three seasons, should I say. And in those mm-hmm. three seasons, he has 19 career interceptions. So, gets it in, was a pro bowler in his first two years. And like you said, Tremaine Johnson is definitely out. He's been franchise tagged twice by the Rams. And even though that third one is always, you looking like, rarely see that third one because of what it cost the team. Getting Peters mm-hmm. definitely means Johnson is up out of there. At the same time, the Chiefs are on record as saying the reason why they was willing to move Peters is because they expect this guy to cost a lot when it's time mm-hmm. to re-up. So, I mean, the Rams still going to have to pay somebody. But, hey, I, I agree with you. This definitely makes that team better. And, I don't know, the Rams been looking up ever since they got rid of Mr. You-Know-Who, 7-9. Right? Word. They've been looking better. Much Word. better. Bro, I'm ready to move forward if you are. I'm excited. Let's get it. Okay. Last week to look, this caught me completely off guard. We introduced a new segment called Wearing the GM Hat. We're gonna go through the mm-hmm. first round of the NFL draft. We're only gonna do the first round, but we are drafting for these teams. We are playing GM. I kind of stepped out there and took a risk with the Cleveland Browns last week. I expected a lot of backlash and cunt. It caught me off guard. I didn't really get a lot of backlash. A lot of folks like Spade, I like what you did with the Browns. So now I'm feeling myself. I'm not really one of those guys you can compliment. I don't know how to handle it. We are back this week to play GM for the New York Giants. Now, since I went first last week, I'm going to let LaParis be the GM first for the Giants. You are on the clock, number two pick in the draft. Who are you taking, bruh, and why? Let me say this. Uh Uh-oh. It's been reported that the Giants, a lot of people, a lot of people are reporting that the Giants may take a QB. Mm Mm-hmm. The, the the coach, the guys that they just brought in, the new staff, is like, you know what? Eli's going to be the guy here. I don't know what the hell the last coaching staff was doing, but Eli's the guy here. If you guys didn't know, Big Snacks Harrison, Snacks Harrison, was definitely just on another uh, sports media outlet, and he said that he thinks Eli and the team feels Eli has three to four good years left. Yep. So... I'm going to take him as his word. I think that's that's the talk inside that organization. Let me tell you what I'm going to do. Uh-oh. I think the defense, I think that, yeah, they, they might not like it because a lot of Giant fans want Eli up out of there and they want the QB. So they ain't going to like it. But I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I feel like, I feel like that defense is still, it, it's still a good defense. I feel like they had some injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like, you know, whenever the, whenever the Giants played against the tight end, the tight end eight. I feel like that defense still has that pass rush. They still got solid backers, and they definitely, you know, we got, we got a guy that we, me and you both feel is one of the best safeties in the league back there in Landon Collins. Absolutely. Spade, I think that defense is legit. I definitely think the Giants need some old linemen. Mm-hmm. If Eli's the starting QB, I don't think Brandon Marshall will be back, but I think they, Odell comes back. They get mm-hmm. some better. They they, they get uh, uh get his favorite target back. Yeah, they get get his favorite target back. Ingram takes another step forward. Mm-hmm. Spade, only thing the Giants is missing is a Uh-oh. running back. Uh-oh. And I think this is when Saquon Barkley comes off the board, Spade. I think the Giants should drive Saquon Barkley. What, what better insurance? I mean, they got a tight end. They got an elite wide receiver. What better insurance 
to give Eli some more longevity than a run game. You you I, give a you give it to a guy you can get a ball to 30, 30 touches a game, whether that's rushes and or passes out the backfield. Because he, he can definitely catch the ball out the backfield. Mm-hmm. I think I think that I think that helps the Giants moving forward. But I, they, the Giants haven't had a run game since Tiki Barber. Tiki, maybe? say it. Since Jesus, Tiki. and I know the Brandon I mean, Jacobs Brandon, fans is gonna come for us, but yeah, since I think Tiki. Brandon Jacobs had like one good year when he had like a, a thousand yards and fifteen TDs. But I mean, they haven't had a dude that they can that was reliable since Tiki Barber, especially once Tiki got those fumbling issues together. Yep. Yep. Like, when the last time the Giants had a running back? Like, let's let's keep it a buck. Don't yep. hit me with. And I like Bradshaw, but he was a spell guy. He wasn't like every down back. Jacobs was. Okay, but look at his numbers. Inside he had five. one amazing year. Yeah, uh, Spade. I mean, talk to me. How do you feel about my number two pick being Saquon Barkley to the Giants? I'm gonna tell you what I'm actually thinking. I think you and I have been working together too long because you're starting to sound like me. Now I was gonna tell you just because I didn't take Saquon number one last mm-hmm. week with the Browns. Like you didn't have to play it that way. Like you could have said, "Well, on, on my draft." I got Saquon going to the Browns, so I'm going to take whatever. But you kind of fell okay, right in okay. line with me. This is who I would have taken for him. And I know, look, okay. I was talking to some guys. I didn't realize Brandon Jacobs had the type of, you know, fan base out there that he had. People was coming for me like, hold up, Spade. You can't <laughs> come for Brandon Jacobs. Like, he was a hell of a back. But my question, LaParis said, when the last time the Giants had a running back? And maybe that's too broad of a question. So I'm going I'm to rephrase it. When was the last time the Giants had a running attack that defenses had the game plan and scheme for? Nobody was game right. plan. And, and I like Darkwa. I do. He's a little inconsistent, but I like Darkwa. Nobody's at home with their notepad like, we got to make sure we start Darkwa. They're not saying that. I feel like right. you sprinkle in some Saquon Barkley. You bring back a healthy Odell. And, like, last year, man, it was just a terrible storm for Eli Manning. And you guys know I'm not an Eli fan. I'm on record as saying... After Peyton, I'd rather take Archie. I'm talking about today. You can give me old-ass Archie <laughs> over Eli. I don't like Eli. But I felt like last year everybody pounced on. Everybody jumped on Eli for not having a great season. And nothing was going right for the Giants. It wasn't just Eli. Nothing was going right for the Giants. And I feel like you got a new coach. You know, maybe that's enough right there to kind of liven folks back up. You throw you throw in a, a reliable running attack. Man, you can see the Giants back dominating that division and kicking Can't the Cowboys' ass twice a year. Sterling Shepard coming back. Yeah, wait, you missed that part about me saying they're going to be kicking the Cowboys' ass twice a year because you wouldn't have been oh, too happy about that. See how I just rolled oh. right over that? You did. See, I just That's I rolled right I over think. that. I just rolled. But, I mean, they got Sterling Shepard coming back. I think this That's can true. be. I mean, you know, enough, you know I, I'm, I'm, I'm a component of taking O-Lyman. I ain't. I, if they need O line. I think they can address O linemen later in the draft. I feel I was like they say, can get is some somebody there though that you want to go with too. I mean, not. I mean, I don't think. I don't think when you draft the O lineman. Let me say this, and then we can move forward, babe. When you draft the O lineman as high as one or two, you better be getting Jonathan Ogden, Orlando, you better be Pace. Larry Allen. Yeah, Larry Allen. You better get somebody. I mean, and you yeah. think about it. Larry Allen got drafted way later in the draft. Like mm-hmm. from, it's from turned little, out to be a stud. Little State University. Like nobody knew Larry Allen. But you better right. be getting a Jonathan Ogden or a damn Orlando Pace. You better be getting one of those dudes yep. if you want to draft the O lineman. Oh, now, McKinney. The Chiefs. If you want somebody from uh, the U, you can get uh, a McKinney. But remember the Chiefs. The Chiefs had took. I think Eric Fisher was his name, and. Uh, they took him pretty hard too, and he. Wow. Ah, 
He, wow. he ain't, I don't even, somebody look it up. Somebody going to correct it in the comment section. I don't think the dude made a Pro Bowl yet. But I'm I just saying, when you draft the old lineman that high, he better be amazing. And, I, and it is some good lineman, but I feel like you can get them late in the draft. I think Saquon Barkley is the right pick here, Spade. I agree, bro. Hey, man, listeners, this is your chance to put your Word. GM Giant fans. We, it's a lot of them. Let us know. It's a lot of them. Hey, this might be our last year doing this show because we look like some damn good GMs. We might be you, out of here. You're right. We might you get right. a call any day now. But I'm ready to I'll move forward, us. bro. Let's move forward, Spade. Oh, boy. What's wrong, bro? You good? This, this, this right here was a was a weird situation. Now, we all know who Jonathan Martin is. Jonathan Martin was the guy who was with the Dolphins, was getting bullied allegedly. Well, no, not allegedly. He was getting bullied by uh, Pouncey and Incognito. The, dudes was, the dude was getting bullied. You know, they was getting bullied by Incognito, Jonathan bro. Martin. Don't throw huh? my boy Pounce. Pouncey was innocent, bro. He's getting bullied by Richie Incognito. Don't throw Pouncey. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. Word on the street is Pouncey was doing it tough. But Spade, now you know with with all the with all the craziness that happened at the the school down there in Florida, Mm -hmm. something possessed in Jonathan Martin's mind to say to post on Snapchat. I think it was Snapchat. Might have been Snapchat, Instagram, somewhere. Post on social media a picture of a shotgun, shotgun Mm -hmm. shells, and he said. Jonathan Martin said, in 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 a, in a life when you was getting bullied, it's only two choices. You either commit suicide or you basically get at the bully. Oh, you and get then revenge. He put, like, he his said little suicide high school, or revenge. Or revenge. And he put like the little like, like his high school, I guess that was his high school. And he put Pouncy name and incognito name. And they was all like on the post. It was just weird. But Spade just, they said, you know what, the, the Ponon, the feds, came through Jonathan Martin and said no. And they went and they got Jonathan Martin. And, and Jonathan Martin has been arrested for posting that craziness on his Snapchat. I ain't even going to say Spade, talk about your boy because he was a dolphin. I ain't even about to joke or nothing like Spade. No, no, no. This is just insane. What is wrong with this guy, bro? Well, it's one word in the post that... I guess leaves this thing open to interpretation. And I missed it the first time I read it. So I got a quote here. It says, when you are a bully victim and a coward, your options are suicide or revenge. So maybe it was supposed to be a shot at the people who uh, lashed out. I don't know. It's a weird thing. Uh, Jonathan Martin, we all know, has had some issues. After he left Miami, I think his next stop was San Francisco. Mm-hmm. While he was in San Francisco, he allegedly had some attempted suicide. Like, the dude definitely got some things going on. Um, a law enforcement source told the news station that he's no longer in their custody. He is now being held in a mental health facility. And this is we funny. We go be. back. Exactly. Now, just last week, we talked about. Um, Manziel. Wow, we just, yeah, we talked about Johnny Manziel mentioning mental health, and, and both of us said, look, it's a very serious thing. I hope Johnny's not using this as a marketing employer, a PR scheme to try to get back into the league because there's some guys mm-hmm. that truly suffer from mental health, and they're battling. Yeah. It, it's a constant fight. Every day they're out there trying to do the right thing. And Jonathan Martin, I don't know anything about him personally, but the post definitely put some bad vibes in me. And even if you want to say, like, no, I was saying, like, you got to be a coward to go out there and handle yeah. it that way. No. To put those other guys' name on the post, it just it looks bad. 
somebody needs to intervene before this be a case where he take his own life or somebody else's. He definitely needs help. And this is how I feel like we address this stuff moving forward. Intervene. When you start seeing stuff like this, instead of just writing it off like, ooh, that dude crazy. Somebody need to go and get him and put him in a mental health facility, which right. is exactly where he is. So it's unfortunate. Man, I hope Jonathan get his stuff together. I hope he's okay. I hope he's other. I hope he's able to continue to live a normal life. It ain't got anything to do with football. Even if he never never plays another snap again, we never really saw that success, LaParis, at the NFL level. But this dude was mm-hmm. an All-American. The man played with Andrew Luck and Toby Gerhardt, if I'm not mistaken. Like, he was a yep. good player. But he kind of he kind of got some things going crazy with him, and I just hope I hope he's able to enjoy the rest of his life as a normal person. Jonathan, get, wanna, get right. Say- get better. I just want to say this to the public and the listeners that's listening, man. You never, sometimes, some. I mean, it's it's cool, it's cool to joke and have fun and all that, but sometimes you gotta, you know, you you gotta relax sometimes because you never know what people are going through out there. Everybody, Ain't that the truth. Everybody is fighting their own demons, and you never know what people are going through, and you never know what could happen. It's consequences for every action, and. People need to realize that, man. People got to start realizing that. And I'm not condoning anything this guy... I'm just saying, you never know what people are going through. And something you say can spark something in another person that can be tragic. So let's let's relax a little bit. Let's relax a little bit. This next topic... First of all, that last segment was was definitely a somber moment of the show. And this one right here is... It's not as sad, but it's definitely not the type of news I want to bring. Folks, the okay. FBI is not playing any games. They've been investigating. We in like a two or three year investigation in college basketball and the FBI continues to drop bombs with their discoveries. In case you don't know, the most recent discovery that's got everybody standing back like, whoa. Um, Sean Miller, the head coach of Arizona basketball, has been allegedly recorded in a wired taping conversation like talking about a one hundred thousand dollar payment to hmm. a freshman player, DeAndre Ayton. Now I don't have all of the specifics. I'm gonna tell you guys what we know because as of right now, I don't know. I mean, I want to say we know it happened because they got it on the tape. The only thing I guess right now, you still got him. I guess you could say it's not him. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's not his voice because it wasn't his phone. That was tapped. It was, let me get this guy's name right here, Christian Dawkins, which is the guy that uh, apparently mm-hmm. has some run-ins with the sports agency. And this is the guy that the FBI had his phone tapped. So he was definitely in communications with somebody from Arizona. Uh, we can assume that it was Sean Miller at this point. Don't really know. But, man, LaParis, this thing is getting serious. Now, in case you guys don't know, late last year, the assist, one of the assistants – Arizona was arrested and you know he was definitely in a situation that didn't seem too good at the time the Arizona statement said something along the lines of as of right now Sean Miller has not been accused of anything Uh, he has participated with the investigation thoroughly we have no reason to expect him to be tied up in this blah 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 and you was just thinking okay we're Arizona straight nah bro this looks bad I mean this looks really bad I, I don't know. Not in well. I don't know this, what to say, Lopez. I'm just throwing it to you. I don't even know what to say. This will not end well, Spade. First of all, I want to say this, man. I want to say this. The NCAA got a big. They got a big problem on their hands. Massive. 
I'm going to tell you what. This right here, this right here is not even going to stop schools or, or players from receiving or taking benefits. And it's not going to take schools for, for paying. I mean, we done seen this. New, we done seen Spain, not, notably uh, SMU. They went through, they went, you know, they the lost the damn program. Yep, and people was, people are still, people are still out there paying these kids. So, let me say this. It's, it's crazy because they the NCAA got a problem on their hands because I don't think this right here would even stop. It was other people named in this in this report too by the feds. Uh, Markel Folks, Dennis Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. I mean, these dudes in my in my opinion, these dudes are NBA players. Yeah, even even as freshmen in college, and I know somebody's gonna say, well, they they got a free scholarship. Like, let's be honest, these kids are not going to college. Because they trying to get a degree. These got these kids are going there as a stepping stone to get to the league because the they NBA have has to. implemented this rule. Exactly. The NBA has implemented this rule. So the a hundred the college. I don't want to say the college. I want to say whoever is paying these players is looking at it like you're about to get this NBA talent the talented player. This kid that would easily. I mean, this kid was. Ranked highly last year when he was in high school. This kid was would a if if the NBA allowed him to go to the NBA, he would be in the NBA right now. So whoever is whoever is giving these funds to these kids, babe, they is they telling the school like you're about to get this NBA player for a hundred grand, which is chump change. You look at Arizona. Arizona is ranked 14 right now. For they one of the top teams top over of the pack there in the pack. Yeah. yeah. They're one of the top teams over there. More than likely, they're going to go to the tourney. That that means bonus money for the coaches. If they have a deep run, that's more bonus money for the coaches. That's more revenue for the school. TV rail. Makes, yeah, man. Yes. Spade, that even makes your school more prestigious. And people be like, I want to go to Arizona. They was just in. I mean, people go to schools for sports all the time. You know, they want to go to a school with a good sports program because they want to be part of that, you know, Maybe storm in the quarter. My school just won the national championship. Got to be a part of that. Yeah, man. So, uh, Spade, I, this the NCAA. I don't. They are the only way. The, they either they they better adapt, meaning they better start paying these players. They better start paying these players, or I think the NCAA can easily fold, bro. It can easily fold. Yeah, I, I agree. Go, go, Spade. Th- this is what I think. I, I think. You said it. You don't think this is gonna stop it, and the only reason why I'm on the fence with that is because, I mean, back in the days, man, you was losing your job, possibly, given the opportunity to land on your feet elsewhere. The assistant, I just had it up. Let me find it. The assistant, um, Richardson is his name. Richardson, who was already this is the assistant that was caught up on twenty. It was like twenty thousand dollars during the exchange. This man has been mm-hmm. charged with six felonies, y'all. Conspiracy to commit bribery. Solicitation of bribes by an agent of a federally funded organization. Conspiracy to commit honest service fraud. Wire fraud. Mail fraud. Travel act conspiracy. He's pleaded not guilty, but he faces up to 60 years in prison. 1.5 million in fines. Hey, mm. it, it is the message is loud and clear. But somehow I, I don't really necessarily understand why the government is so in on it. But the message mm. is loud and clear. They want to keep this business and don't for a second mistake in the NCAA basketball program is anything short of a business. 
They want to keep the prestige and mm. I guess the code of ethics of this business as clean as possible. The problem is this. It's, it's just not ran right. You're either going to, first of all, the NBA and the NCAA, in my opinion, colluded to make this age, this draft age 19 because they saw how negatively it was affecting the NCAA. It was. Mm -hmm. Guys was coming. Look at Kobe. Look at KG. Look at all that whole wave. McGrady. All those guys. Brian, all these guys are going to be Hall of Famers that prove not only that they have what it takes to make it to the league without college, but they could be pretty damn good at it. They're not the only ones. They're not the only ones. And after that wave, what it did was it inspired more youth players to go straight to the league. And it was it was having a negative impact on the NCAA. That's the only reason why they made this one and one and done rule. This is the only reason why you gotta go. Because they, they realized it was having a negative effect. So you gotta do one of two things. You either gotta let that rule go, and the kids who are talented enough to go, let them go. Well, I think yeah. you gotta dig in that pocket and you got and I don't know the correct answer. I know y'all gonna come for me. I don't know the correct answer. But I know it's a lot of money. We're talking about a billion-dollar industry, not million. Yep. Multi-billion-dollar industry. And I'm talking annually. That type of money flying around, man, you got to be able to put a little bit of money in these pe- players' pockets. I, I don't even know that that stops this, but I definitely think it, I think it lessens it. I don't know, man. I, I think it's a I'm, really big problem, LaParis, and I'm, I'm curious to see how this goes. I don't know what they're going to do to the guys who are in the league. That name came up in this investigation. Like I said, man, we're talking a two, three-year investigation. This ain't something that's just started to happen. Man. I don't know, I man. Spade, You're talking million-dollar fines and, and federal prison time. Boy, that scares spade, me. Spade, I don't think it's – I mean, people lost their jobs when SMU went through the death penalty. Spade, I don't think it will – I don't prison. think it will stop. I don't think it will stop it because, like you said, it's a business. These kids are not stupid. And or and or their parents are not stupid, so they see this is a billion spade. Spade when these when these parents are smart enough to move their kids into different states to play oh, yeah. with certain players, so they can succeed. Yeah. They understand this situation. Oh, they got it, bro. They, they understand they the situation, so they know the NCAA is making billions of dollars, and they said, "Yo, we we gonna get our little piece at least for this little bit of time in here." It's been a lot of times, babe. We had heard players say they they went to they went to college, played the uh, played the NCAA season, and then just dropped out of college, just start working out, just started working straight out for the NBA. They played the season in college and just started working out, just left school. So they understand this situation. They understand the situation. I don't I don't think it'll stop it. I, I think we've seen dudes get locked up before. We've seen dudes uh, lose jobs before. I don't think this will stop it. Uh, the, the NCAA got a big problem on their hands, and the, I, and you ask why the feds got involved? It's because the people on and at the top of the NCAA understand this is a billion dollars, and we don't want it tarnished, or we don't want anybody getting any back deals without us having our hand in it too. Yeah, we want it all. I I, I asked the question. I got to ask you a question, Spade, and then I'm done. All right. Is it reported that the kid from Arizona? Is it reported that they gave him the money or they was talking about giving him the money? Right now, I think they don't have proof that the exchange happened, but I think it is assumed, it is alleged right now that the kid did receive the money. It is alleged. Let me ask you a question. And this don't have anything to do with what happened or what may have happened. I'm just talking to LaParis, the sports fan. Um, Better yet, LaParis, the American citizen. Are you okay (laughs) with our federal government Nope. Using this type of time and funds nope. for this. Nope. We don't even know and, who killed and, Tupac and Biggie. 
<laughs> but we sending <laughs> folks to prison for 60 years for paying a kid to go to their college. I just, I, and, and, me personally, and, I, I'm not a fan of using the resources that way. I'm not. Me neither. And allegedly, well, it's been reported that the feds got a call about this kid down here in Florida that, that did this at this school and they didn't even, they botched it. They didn't even go look at this. Yep. But they got, they wiretap, they wiretapping NCAA basketball coaches and having two year Sports investigations. Days. Come yep. on, this is just insane. It's, it's not, it's insane. One it's last insane. thing and then we can move forward. For me, I'm going to tell you another reason why I hate this type of news. Because it, for me, and I can't speak for anybody else, what it makes you do is you go, I'll make up something. You'll go, you mess ball. You'll go, uh, ah, middle, middle, middle Tennessee was able to get a player in the top 100. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much they paid. That's the first thing that pops in your mind. So now, like when this starts to pop up, you look at everybody and you assume everyone is guilty, and that's that's never a good thing. When you look at they somebody and you assume guilty, Spade, old boy at Missouri, to my Michael. Talking about Michael Porter Jr. I think yeah, he's from that Missouri, area, but I mean, up at Missouri, yeah, number one something like in the that. nation, something like that. But I mean, you would definitely go. Wait a minute, how did this? Or even look, I, I don't want to, I don't want to speculate anything. But I said right here on this very show, I was so shocked. I mean, you know, Duke ain't got to do it, but I was so shocked to see Zion commit to Duke. I was like, dude, why would, why would he go to Duke? This kid is going pro regardless. He could go to to back scratch. Two-year university. He's going pro regardless. He's going lotto regardless. And I, it just blew my eyes. Like, man, how did Duke? How was Duke able to land? What did Duke land? Three of the top four players in the nation. Mm. Like, how? How was that? And I hate that it makes you assume guilt. That's unfair to them. It's unfair to everybody. But enough of that, man. Look, give us your Spade. feedback hold on, on hold this. On, what Spade. do you think? Oh, you got more. Go ahead. Yeah, I, got, I just want to say. The, the, I think the NCAA got they just got to get on board, and I don't know the I don't know the the correct price. I don't know the price, and I know somebody want to say, "Oh, they get scholarships and they get stipend." Listen, they got to get on Have board with just paying these kids, man. They they yep. are generating a billion dollars. And Spade, we've seen guys before. Uh, I'm, I'm doing a quote thing because allegedly Cam Newton pops. Uh, remember Terrell Pryor and them had got kicked out of college for yeah. getting like some free tattoos. And they was driving around in like new and a whip. signs and yeah, yeah, like a three hundred Z's. They come yeah. on, man, yep. come on, Spade. Like it, it's not oh. going to stop. These kids have seen people get kicked out of school. They, uh, we have seen. I mean, just just this week, wasn't it this week as well? Louisville got their banner ripped down because oh, they yeah. just got caught oh, yeah. on. Like it's not going to stop. So yeah, just man. pay them. It's yeah. not going to stop, Spade. I mean, you look at Chris Webber in Michigan. Allegedly, the Fab Five never happened, according to the NCAA. That didn't happen because they yeah. done ripped all them banners and all that crap. All them wins have been forfeited. Just get on board. I'm sorry. I don't know, bro. Baby, talk. They got to get on board, bro, because it's not going to stop. It, it'll be 10 years from now. We'll, it'll be 10 years from now, and it'll be another college. Or some Somebody else done took more. By then, it'll be a million dollars, though. It won't be a hundred grand. It'll be a million dollars. Somebody done gave somebody a million dollars to go to a school. But we can move forward. All right, what else we got? You're right. (laughs) You're right. It's it's already happening. Spade, I'm taking it to the NBA, bro. Yeah. Taking it to the NBA. And if you guys didn't know. Wait, can I stop? The Mavericks. You guys sound a little more excited. Spade, the Dallas Mavericks have been in a heap of trouble. 
And I ain't even talking about that little, uh, they got some issues with code of conduct over there with dealing with employees. I ain't even talking about that. That's another can of worms. It was so much Dallas Maverick stuff to read. I said, Spade, we can't talk all this. So we decided to go with Mark Cuban being fined $600,000 mm-hmm. for saying it's in his team's best interest to lose games, which may be true. Man, but Mark Cuban cannot say you the owner of the team. You cannot come out and say that. Spade, talk to me about this is your league. They coming out saying, let's lose. Talk to me about your league. I, I'm going to tell you the only thing I feel like uh, Mark Cuban is guilty of right here, and that's being completely transparent and completely direct and honest. This is one okay. of the things that we like about Mark Cuban. Mark says what he's thinking, and it gets him in trouble sometime. It got him in trouble here. This breaks a record. This is the largest fine for Mark Cuban, who gets fined quite regularly. If I don't say so myself, mm. he's always talking and always complaining about various things, and he gets himself in trouble. The man was on a podcast. First of all, Mark Cuban, if you want to talk, hit up Strong Arm Sports. We got you, bro. We ain't sensitive over here. You can say whatever the hell you want to say on our show. But he was on Dr. J's podcast, and he said he had a dinner with some of his players, and he just flat out told him, like, it's in our best interest to lose. He said, I know I'm not supposed to say this. So he knew it before he said it. I know I'm not supposed to say this, but it's in our best interest to lose. Look, man, I'm going to tell you, the league don't want this kind of stuff said. They don't want this stuff out, and and they punished him. $600,000 fine. You want me to tell you why I got a problem with the league and the way they handled this? Whoa, you got a problem with your I league? I got a problem Stop. with the league, bro. Wait, let me sit up. Hold, hold up. Let me yeah, sit Yeah, you might up. want to. Go ahead, It's about to go down. This is the same league that for the sake of clicks or trying to get something trending or whatever, they the league embraces the term trust the process, which essentially means it's in our best interest to lose. Oh, that's a so hell of a point, bro. So how can you celebrate that damn saying? How can you celebrate what the 76ers are doing and then turn around and find Mark Cuban for basically saying another version of trust the process. Mm. It's the same damn thing. And I don't like that. I don't care what they do. You can find Mark Cuban all you want. I, I don't know this man Wallet. I ain't finna try to count his money. 600000 ain't shit to Mark Cuban. And the 600000 he gonna pay you guys, he gonna make back when they tank and get a good ass player that people buy seats to see, buy tickets to see, merch, and, and all that other stuff. And his team begins to win and they go to the pole. He's going to make all of that back. It is in his best interest to lose. You guys got to figure that out. You guys got to figure it out. I know the draft lotto was supposed to it was supposed to alleviate this problem. Yeah, you can tank. You can have a terrible season. But if the lotto balls didn't fall in your favor, you might still get screwed. You guys have somehow found a way to jack up the lotto process. Look, the percentages rarely are wrong. The person who's supposed to get the first pick usually gets the first pick. That's just the way it goes. And you guys got to fix it. I don't have a problem with Mark Cuban saying this. Because whether he say it or not, his team's out there doing it. We know they're doing it. It's not a damn secret, bro. We all know it. And stop celebrating Philadelphia and their trusted process moniker. And then turn around and find other people for trying to trust the process. I got a problem with that. That's a great point, Spade. And I want to say this. Uh, the 600000 that Mark Cuban... um. <laughs> the six hundred thousand that Mark Cuban was fine, Spade. He just gonna get that back by jerking somebody on Shark Tank. You know, they be like, "Give me five percent." You know, like he just gonna get that right back. So, yeah, man. Mark Cuban ain't hurting for no money. Six hundred thousand is like twenty dollars to Mark Cuban. Like he a billionaire. That ain't and that ain't that's that's no money. That's no parents, money. Let's be honest. If you're looking at the Mavs right now, what's the best thing you think for them to do? 
I mean, I'm, in all honesty, that I mean, I'm a, I'm a Bulls fan, Spade. I'm cheering every night when we lose. I'm cheering. Right. You get look the fa- the Bulls fans boo Zach Levine for getting the steal Word. and dunking the ball we late did. in the game that caused them to That's win true. the game. The and fans I, I, want Spade, these teams to lose. Spade, I had a conversation with you, I think a day or two ago, and we were talking about Philly versus versus the Bulls, and I'm like, man, y'all know Bobby Porter's missed that on purpose. He right. missed the game winner on purpose. Bobby Porter's had 38 points. He could have had 40 points. If we wasn't taking, he would have made the shot. Like, that was one of the nights where Bobby Portis was on. Spade, he missed he the shot on purpose because we full tank mode. Like, it, it, I mean, I, I guess I guess the league is fr- it's frowned upon because he said it out loud. But everybody know, man. Like, they, they ain't do nothing. But they said, oh, now I don't have to have the worst record. I got to have one of the, 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 the three worst records. Now I just got to be in that three. And, and I get I get these ping pong balls, so I don't know, man. I, I don't I don't have the answer. I don't know how they fix it, but I mean, Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban got another can of worms. He ain't worried about this six hundred k. Like I said, they got some other code of conduct dealing with female employees that's way worse than this. So he got to deal with those things. He ain't worried yeah. about this. He ain't worried about this six hundred thousand dollar fine. He about to go take fifty percent of somebody's company on Shark Tank and get that right back. He's going to get it right back anyway. When they tank, get a good player that everybody want to see. He starts selling out the doggone arena. People start buying jerseys and merch and coming in, getting the concessions. Maybe they'll get good enough to go to the postseason. That little 600K or triple, quadruple, anyway. Hey, that's, that was a great that was a great uh, point you made about trusting the process. You're right. That's what You're that right. means. That's what that whole thing is. I mean, Philly, Philly was just... They wasn't even trying out there. Goodness. Yep. Sheesh. Damn Let's move forward, bro. I got more news out of the association, LaParis. I don't know how you're going to feel about this one. I'm not a fan. Check this out. Recently, the league has been possibly talking about or tossing around the idea of changing the playoff format. In case you guys don't know, maybe you're like LaParis and you're a football guy. You don't really know the way the NBA works. I got you. Whoa, bro. During I don't know the postseason. The NBA work. Bro, I, I didn't say NBA you. Work. I said maybe they like you and they're a football fan. Relax. Relax. Uh-huh. Right now, the top eight teams from the Eastern Conference go to the postseason as well as the top eight teams from the Western Conference. It's been this way for a long time. It's as the baseball fans would say, it's tradition. Don't mess with tradition. But now you got Adam Silver and a few other guys saying, wait a minute, maybe this isn't the best format. Maybe we should take mm-hmm. the top 16 teams. It could be 10 teams from the West. You know what I'm saying? We want the top 16 teams. And I don't know. Right now, I think they're just tossing the idea around. They're trying to poll people and see how they feel about it. LaParis, I, for one, I'm not a huge fan of it. But to my surprise, guess who else isn't a fan of it? LeBron James. LeBron was asked, what do you think about possibly changing the format? LeBron says he don't like it. He don't, he don't want them to change it. A lot of folks speculate LeBron don't want them to change it because... Right now, if you was to do this thing, the Cavs might be in jeopardy and not even making a doggone postseason. I don't think that's why. I'm not going to let y'all come for LeBron like that. We're definitely just talking about the, the tradition. And the, I don't want him to mess it up. LaParis, how you feel about him possibly changing the playoff format? And what, I, I wait, agree with and do you think it will make it more entertaining, though? Cause you can make that argument. Would, I, think it would make, I, I think it would make it more entertaining, yes. But I don't want to change it. I don't want to. Ch- I wouldn't want them to change it because it. It. it I don't know. I'm. I'm old school, so I know y'all gonna be like, "Oh, these old fuddy duddies." That's us. 
Yes, that's us. You know, I was used, <laughs> even us. the even the, the even the all star. I was just used to East and West. I was used to rookies versus sophomores. You know, I it's East and West. Let it be the East and the West. Like let it be the East and the West. I Spade. You know, a, a lot of people was asking questions like, wouldn't you want to see uh, potentially the Rockets play the Warriors in the finals? Wouldn't you want to see this and that? And uh, do we? I mean, we we seen we see him in the we see him during the semis and the, and and we know the outcome. Like we know the outcome. We don't need to. Yeah, see I don't him think in the it finals. changes. See, yeah, I agree. It doesn't change the outcome. <laughs> them being in the finals, yeah. semifinals, quarterfinals, conference finals. Book. It doesn't change. It doesn't we change. We book. already know what the outcome going to be. I, I I me personally, I want things to stay the same. As far as this right here, the seating. Mm-hmm. As far as this now, mm-hmm. they also said, Spade. I don't. You didn't mention it. They also said that maybe what would make mm-hmm. things more interesting as if is if it was a, pl- a play-in game. You know, at the NCAA, like that 64-65 team get to play-in mm-hmm. for that last spot. How do you mm-hmm. feel about a play-in game for like the eighth seed or the seventh seed that Ivory was going to do it? I don't like it. I just, just you don't look, like that I, either? I compliment the association on getting it right. Leave it alone. You guys are killing it right now. You got a worldwide sport. It's not like the NFL where y'all go over there and jet lag your players and play in London to try to get three or four more fans that don't even know what the hell is going on on the field. It's not that. You got a worldwide sport. Shout out to Yao Ming for helping with that. Everybody knows the game. Everybody enjoys the game. Everybody loves it. You're doing it right. Don't overthink this shit, Adam Silver. Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. It works. Don't sit your ass down somewhere and think about what you're going to do with your damn All-Star Weekend. Try if to figure out good, how you can revamp the dunk contest. Leave the playoffs alone. It's fine. Don't don't bother it. It's fine. If if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm 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 gonna have to. And I please, if you disagree, leave your thoughts in the comment section down below. Let us know. Maybe we maybe we wrong, which we rarely are. We're not. But leave it in the comment section down below and tell us why the NBA should restructure playoff seating. I mean, they thought restructuring the lottery was going to help. And ah, bang bang job there. <laughs> they, that's what they thought. Spade. What? I'm mad. Moving on, bro. Uh, Moving on. We on quick sets, bro. We got quick sets for them today. Are we bringing that back from my dumbbell? Yeah, we bringing back quick sets. This is a segment on our show. And this is a segment on our show where we, we rapid fire a couple of topics, give our thoughts, and we move on. Quick sets, Spade. I got a quick set for you. I you guys it. didn't know Bill Polian came out this week, and he said, Bill Polian. Uh, super, super GM guy that they think, if I'm not mistaken, is he in the Hall of Fame or he's going to be in the Hall of Fame? Bill Polian, GM, said that Lamar Jackson should be a wide receiver. Spade, talk to Bill Polian. Get him right. Hey, Bill, look, man. A day comes when you just realize you ain't what you used to be. I still can remember the day that I went up for a dunk and the rim seemed to be unusually high. I couldn't dunk anymore. I had to be real with myself that day, and it's time for Bill Polian to be real with himself. He no longer has a clue on what he's talking about, and it's time for somebody to escort this man to the door. It's called Alzheimer's. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't wasn't gonna go that far. Let me get my set. Get him out of here, Spade. Like he might. Come on, this is the same guy that drafted Curtis Painter, I think. Like that's big facts. Bill Polian. So Curtis Painter good enough to get drafted as a quarterback, but. Lamar Jackson, Heisman Trophy winner. Not this is crazy. Bill Polian, somebody check him for Alzheimer's, please. Let's move on. All right, 
you know, when I do my quick set, I'm going to go to the association. Check this out, folks. L.A. Laker rookie Lonzo Ball is back from injury. He's been gone for about, what, six weeks maybe? Now, look, we got a chance to see him in a brief showing. He was able to come off the bench. He only played 17 minutes, but he was able to get nine points, seven boards, and six dimes to go with only two turnovers. I want you guys to keep an eye on that situation because once he's healthy, I fully expect IT to go to the bench, which he's already said he's not interested in doing. If you like drama as much as I do, keep your eye on the L.A. Lakers. Isaiah Thomas, babe, he, I'm a, he's not going to be pleased with this, but what he's not going to really not. be pleased with, if he start banging the cannon on Lonzo, LeVar is going to be right there to bang the cannon right back on him. So let's see how he no likes some of his own medicine. He, look, Yogi Ferrell just kicked his shoe away from him, and he didn't even do nothing to Yogi. What are he going to do with the ball, family? <laughs> Nada. Spade, I got a quick set for you. Peanut Tillman is now an FBI agent. I want to say kudos to Pino, Peanut Tillman. You know, when you retire from the NFL, more than likely you're in your 30s. He's in his 30s. I think he's 37, you said, Spade. 37 mm -hmm. years old. And, I mean, he you know, found a second career. And that's a good thing because a, a lot of times when players leave sports, they, they struggle with that next that next step in life. And it seemed like yep. Peanut Tillman has found his next step, becoming an uh, FBI agent. Spade, talk to me about that. Agent Peanut, what they call him. Let me do another quick set, man. Jimmy Butler, not long after telling a reporter that he challenges Lou Will to a 1v1 for $100,000 since he got a problem with not going to the All-Star game, just suffered a knee injury in the game against the Houston Rockets. It initially looked very bad. We was afraid for the worst. Turns out after reports, it is negative for an ACL tear. They still got to do a deeper dive and find out what's going on. Jimmy Butler... Get better, man. T-Wolves need you. And, Tibbs, stop running these guys in the hole. Good God, Tibbs. Tibbs said, you, you know what I do. You know. Tibbs got more. Hey, Tibbs done took out more ACLs than. Word, bro. Than, hey, than the NFL field. Good I've been God, say that Than artificial turf. Like, Tibbs to get Sheesh. your ACL, bro. I, you know, like, we praying Jimmy. They need him, man. We praying Jimmy is okay. Hopefully it's just a sprain or something. Goodness, Tibbs. It's crazy because Jimmy mm. Butler sat out in the All-Star game because he said he was tired. Come back and Tibbs run him through the ground and, and bust up his knee. Come on, man. Mm. Tibbs played these guys 39 minutes, like 48 minutes. Golly, Tibbs. Playing 47 minutes. But yeah, I have another quick set. Excuse me. If you guys didn't know, Kawhi Leonard may be done for the year and, and may be done in San Antonio State. I know it's supposed to be a quick set. Talk to me about this situation. This is hey, wild. This this thing is crazy because from what it, everything that I'm reading, San Antonio doctors are saying that, Kawhi, you're good to go. And Kawhi said, I get Word. the last say on me, and I don't think I'm good to go. I ain't good to go. So don't know what's going on out there. Kawhi might be taking his braids on the road. My last quick set for the day, bro. I don't know how you're going to feel about this one. We go to the NFL for this one. We want to talk about the Dallas Cowboys star tight I mean, wide receiver, Dez Bryant. <laughs> Who you right said now? You had it right the first time, they're not having contract talks at all. Des Bryant says even though they're not right now on the same page, playing anywhere else doesn't feel right right now. In case you guys don't know, late last season, Des Bryant was quoted. Hold up, I lost my spot. Des Bryant was quoted as saying he is not willing to take any type of a pay cut right now. He's set to make twelve and a half million next season, and that twelve and a half million would count sixteen and a half million against the Cowboys cap. Dez ain't been playing like a, 
a $16.5 million player per year. I'm sure they want him to take some type of a pay cut. The Paris, this is your man, 50 grand. You are pro players getting their money. What should Dez Word. do here? And I'm going to tell you, Des Bryant, if Des Bryant don't take a pay cut, then we got to trade our backup tight end. We got to trade him. Wow. We got to trade disrespect. him. Like he, uh, we got to either trade him or cut him. Like, seriously. You're not, you're, you have not been playing to the caliber of a player that makes $16 million a year. No the way. disrespect. N no way. No way. I'm sorry, Dez, man. You're not, you're not that guy anymore. You're not that guy. Terrible. He, he got to either, he, he, he got to either get traded um, or, or, or cut. If he don't take the pay cut, he got to go. He got to go. He got to go. He got to go. And he, and he actually right. told his haters. Didn't he tell his haters to kiss his ass or something? He did. He like, and I, I think he, said, he added you on that post. I mean, he can add me because, you know, he tell he telling the haters to kiss his ass. And the crazy thing is the haters just want, want him to catch a pass. How about that? Catch a pass. He caught, he caught plenty. It ain't his fault that y'all league don't know where the catch is. That's not his fault. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true, too. That's true, too. Yeah, that's it. Let's close I just it. wanted a little swell, so the T-shirt to fit a little tighter around the bicep. I'm good to go if you good to go. Yeah, let's get it. All right, man, let's bring it home. Last segment of the day. We call this segment the Strong Arm Performer of the Week. <laughs> this is a very prestigious award. LaParis, mature yourself. It is a very prestigious award in podcast land, man. This is definitely the cream of the crop in terms of awards. We happen to give this award out twice a week. We give it to any male or female who raised his or her level of play. To ensure that their team got the victory, the pairs, you are on the hot seat. Who is your strong arm performer of the week and why? I'm giving it to a guy that is well deserving. I mean, the uh -oh. guy just went bananas. And Spade, this is no troll mode. Like, this is no uh -oh. troll mode when the guy. Why you gotta say that? That like means this, it's a troll. He trolled. No, 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 no. I, no, you're gonna think it's a troll because of who it was against, but it, it has nothing to do with you. I promise you. I'm telling you that as my brother. Spade, my strong one performance this week goes to none other than Anthony the Brow Davis, who had 45 points, 17 rebounds, two dimes, five steals, five blocks, and was the first player to have a 40-15-5-5 game since blocks and steals were, were added in the 73-74 season. And he got all that in a win over your Miami Heat spade. I mean, putting up numbers like that, good God. Now, it was stats. I mean, this could have went either way because it was stats all over this game. Yeah, Jay Rich can, went Wills. They guard Dragic Dragic. Wills. Right. I mean, I mean, it was stats all over this game, Spade. But Anthony Davis just put just had a monster out in. And for that reason right there, the Brad, you are my strong arm performer of the week, Anthony Davis. I mean that's all right. That's all right. It was it was in a game where nobody played 17, defense. Seventeen five and five. Good guy. I heard the stats the first time. You ain't got to keep. I heard. Congrats. He probably ain't even gonna play in their next game. Congrats. <laughs> well, that's true. I'm gonna too. give my that's strong on performer of the week to a man that has never won this award ever. You know how I am about first. I'm not like LaParis, y'all. I scour. I mean, I'm looking high and low. And I'm looking for somebody deserving of this very prestigious award, bro. And I want to go to L.A. for this one. This one right here is going to catch you off guard. I want to give my award to first-time recipient Julius Randle. Let me tell you what Randle did, bro. Oh, okay. Julius Randle. 30 minutes played. My man gave his opponent the Dallas Mavericks, in case you was wondering. Mark Cuban, you're doing a good job over there. 18 points, 13 boys, 10 dimes for a triple-double on a very efficient 9-14 shooting performance. 
Julius Randle got a bright upside, I feel like. And, man, you on my radar now, Julius. I'm watching for this performance right here, this triple-double, because you didn't just do like Anthony Davis and just score. You did a little bit of everything, bro. And for that performance, you are my strong-arm performer of the week. Julius Randle. LaParis, has he ever won an award from you? No. That's what I'm I thought. Gonna say, I'm going to tell you I'm gonna tell you what's crazy, Spade. Let me speak on Julius Randle real quick. Let me tell you, Julius Randle is kind of like Bobby Portis because they got Larry Nance out the way. And just like we got Nico out the way and Bobby Port, they, they stats are very similar. Those guys have Julius Randle has quietly been having a great season. If you look, like look at yeah. it, he averaging almost twenty and ten, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Like the kid That's, is. Yeah, I had a, not an argument. I had a debate with somebody on Twitter, and I'm like, man, Julius Randle is. I'm telling you, a nice young piece. He can potentially be a stud in his league. I like Julius Randle, man. That's what yeah, deserving are definitely looking up now that he's got a bigger role with the team. Uh, you know, Lakers, y'all still got a ways to go, but you got some young pieces out there. Keep building. Magic, I see you, boy. I see you. It was crazy because Julius Randle was in some trade talks too earlier in the year, but they made the right choice trading Nance and keeping Randle. I like Randle. I like Nance too, but I think I think the fit works. I think it works. I think both teams, you know, they, they Nance is in the right place and Randle is in the right place. I like it. I got a Spade. lot of compliments from my pick. That means I killed it. I, bro, I, I'm I'm a fan. I, even before this triple-double, I've been a fan of Julius Randle. I like Randle, man. I like him. I can tell because you've been giving him this award a lot. I mean, I like the brow more, but... Wow. Spade, before I close the show, you got anything else to add? Absolutely not. Hey, give us all of your feedback, though. I do want feedback from you guys. Don't just enjoy the show. Tell us what you think. Word, Giant fans, what's up? Chiefs fans, what's going on? Y'all trading everybody. What's up? AFC and the NFL, like, are y'all going to even try to get a Patriots any type of competition? I mean, are y'all going to show up? Because, I mean, it don't look like anybody over there. Spade. Yes. Oh, Spade, let me, let, I want to say this real uh -oh. quick. Real uh -oh. quick. Uh -oh. The Dolphins, it's been reported in mock drafts that the Dolphins may draft the quarterback. Real quick, give me your thoughts. Bro. I'm kind of tired, man. I'm just very tired. Can we just can we rap? I'm awfully tired. I'm just saying, y'all got ten. He make a hundred million dollars. I was just wondering what was going on over there. Don't work. <clears throat> don't don't wonder about us. Wonder what y'all gonna do. Wonder if Dak can throw to his receivers as opposed to the other team. Okay. Whoa, Bro, don't come for me because today man. I got time. Okay, 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 okay. Today I oh, got time. Also, Spade. Also, you 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 up one one nothing in the in the pick'em game. Congratulations. I want to say it was collusion because James Harden, they was down one, and James oh Harden pulls God. a three. He pulled a three. No pick'em game this week, by the way. But Spade is up one nothing, so congratulations to Spade. Team Braun did pull out the game, but I felt like it was a uh, James Harden choked. Uh, Steph Curry got trapped in the corner. I was like, what? It was blowing him out all game. All game. I should have known that they always bet on black and not bet on them light skins. Jesus. Wow. Right, anyway, right. so I'm done. Spade, as yes. usual, we want to thank these guys for tuning in to another episode of Strong Arms. Yes, we Sports, do. The Real Sport Podcast and all the land. As Please usual, nice. if you're new here, though, if you're new here, bang the subscribe button. If you're a regular here, hit the like button. We also It's also a little bell up there somewhere, right there, I think. It's a little bell up there. You hit that nice. bell, you get a audio, you get a mobile notification right to your mobile device to let you know that a new episode has been uploaded if you don't like if you don't want to see two dudes arguing in a box we got audio podcasts everywhere 
SoundCloud, Podomatic, iTunes. We everywhere. We cannot thank you guys enough for your continued support. We will see you guys next episode. We out. Peace. Peace.